turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, Brother Mike back on the radio again. Welcome to Hardcore. Christianity.com. Hey, thank you for your time. You are about to listen to the nastiest Christian rock radio station in the country. You're going to hear the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And we don't give a rat's fanny who cares. We don't care who likes it. Period. End of story. Today's Bible study. Perverted priests. Oh, no. As Reagan said to Mondale, well, there you go again. Yeah, there they go again. I'll make a couple of quick announcements. Thanks for helping out the ministry. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor from the Arizona Deliverance Center in Central Phoenix. We're on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road in the heart of Maricopa County, Arizona. If you go to the website, hardcorechristianity.com, we've got all of our ministry services there. We have two services every week that has healing, teaching, and deliverance at every service. Thursday night, 7 p.m. Friday night, 7 p.m. I teach on Friday night. That's my uh, teaching service for the radio listeners. Our next uh, seminar, and it's, all of our seminars are always free, the last Friday of every month, July 28th, the Women's Healing Night. Women only. July 28th, our best seminar of the year, and you should see the Holy Spirit healing these women and casting evil spirits out of them. It is quite remarkable. Remember the PayPal button and send us another donation. We are currently in the process of renovating the Healing House. We're going to use it as a Holy Ghost hotel for out-of-state visitors who don't have any money and cannot afford a hotel. And thank you for allowing us to expand our ministry at the Deliverance Center. We deeply appreciate it. And uh, perverted priests. Can you believe any of that? Did you see this? I checked it out. It's not fake news. It's been on numerous wire services all over the entire planet. Uh, here's the one from Great Britain. Quote, Vatican police have broken up a gay orgy at the home of the secretary to one of Pope Francis's key advisors. The flat belonged to the Vatican's for the doctrine of the faith, which is in charge of tax- tackling critical sexual abuse. When police showed up, they found drugs and a group of men engaged in sexual activity. Reports in Italy claim the occupant of the apartment is allegedly the secretary to Cardinal Francesco Coco Palmero, a key aide to the 80-year-old Pope. It is the latest scandal to hit the Vatican and comes after its finance chief, Cardinal George Pell, was charged with historical sexual offenses. 
Historical sexual offenses, what does that mean? Man, you must be a class A card-carrying sex pervert to be charged with historical sexual offenses. That don't even sound good. Quote, Pell has protested his innocence and said he was looking forward to having his day in court after a two-year investigation. Police have not revealed the details of the charges against the 76-year-old, citing the need to preserve the integrity of the judicial process. I bet that's going to be a struggle. In March, the Vatican was hit with a wave of lurid accusations of misbehaving priests all across Italy, with scandals involving orgies, prostitution, and porn videos. Wow, these guys would have fit in fit right in with the Boston Diocese a few years ago. Quote, the claims were embarrassing to the Vatican. Really? That's amazing. Which under Pope Francis has attempted to demand high standards of the clergy. Looks like they're lining up for those high standards over there in Italy. Quote, Francis has tried to clamp down on unethical behavior since being made Pope in 2013. And he often speaks out against pitfalls of, quote, temptation. Wow. You know, the Bible's becoming literally fresh and new right in front of our eyes anymore. We're closing in on the rapture. Our time on this earth is only going to be a few more years. This thing's about to wrap up. Matthew chapter 7, the Son of God said, quote, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. Enduma is the Greek word for clothing there. It means robes. But inwardly, Jesus said, they are arpax, ravening wolves. Arpax is the Greek word. It means they are extortioners. Quote, you shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree brings forth good fruit. Every corrupt tree brings forth evil fruit. Check this out. The Greek word brings forth means, uh, the Greek word is poiei. Poiei is in the present active tense. It's a verb. It's a Greek verb. Present active tense. This verse has caused nothing but trouble over the years because it doesn't translate into English very well. Poie, present active tense verb, consistently practices, consistently does something. Check it out. It should read, even so, Jesus said, every good tree consistently brings forth good fruit. A corrupt tree consistently, on a regular basis, brings forth evil fruit. Now, remember this, please. It didn't say the tree never brings forth any bad fruit. Okay? Every good tree has rotten apples on it, so to speak, and every bad tree has good apples on it. What Jesus is saying here, it's not that you're sinning. It's the consistency of practicing sin that determines the fruit of the person. Quote, Jesus said, Then shall I say to them on the left hand, Matthew 25, Depart from me, you cursed, 
into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Okay. Now looking at the tense of the verb, the verse makes complete sense. Jesus said a good tree cannot consistently and regularly bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree consistently and regularly bring forth good fruit. Every tree that brings not forth good fruit is honed down and cast into the fire. Okay, the present present tense of the verb, present active tense, check it out. It means every tree that does not consistently and regularly bring forth good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Translation, they go to hell. Wherefore, Jesus said, listen carefully, by their fruits you shall know them. That's the Greek word epigenosko. Epigenosko means to fully understand them. Not just know them or be an acquaintance of them. You see how the verse is structured here? You see how the English translation damages the text in the King James Bible? English period damages the text because English itself doesn't translate these Greek words very well. But you can see the issue here. You can see that these these cardinals, these priests, the popes, and all these people stuck in Roman Catholicism, A, have never been actually and truthfully born again. That's a spiritual experience that a person can actually feel. Born again is the Greek word geneo anathon. It means to be generated or born from above or from the heaven. When you become a born-again Christian, you can actually feel it. It's an actual event. If you never had a spiritual experience when you got born again, I'll see you Friday night. I'll pray for you and you will become a born-again Christian. It's a spiritual experience, not just an activity of the mind. If you just accepted Christ mentally, you are what uh, some people call a false convert. And you are not actually saved. You can see the consistent fruit of Roman Catholicism, TV preachers, and the like. Can you not? The TV preachers, most of them are phony, and the priests, the vast majority of them, aren't even born again. They don't even have the Holy Spirit. They have demons, sexual perversion demons, and they cannot stop either committing adultery or fornicating as homosexuals. This problem has been going on since 500 AD in Roman Catholicism. It is systemic in the Catholic Church. Why? Because they teach the false satanic doctrine of what? Yes, celibacy for priests. It is an option. Jesus said it is an option. Quote, he that's able to receive it, let them receive it. Celibacy that is forced on people, always backfires. It's like a third grader, a second grader, a first grader. It's like a four-year-old. If you tell the kid, don't do that, the first thing they want to do is do it. 
If you tell a priest that they are lifetime celibate and they can never have intercourse with a male or female ever, and they are to die without that experience, they have no natural method of releasing love, tenderness, sexual desires, orgasms, and so on, other than masturbation. So the priests do what? Absolutely. They get involved in sexual perversion. They pick up sexual perversion demons. This has been going on forever. If you are someone who's in the ministry, Protestant or Catholic, I've had dozens of Catholics come to me for deliverance. Most of the time it has gone fantastic. You can get delivered free counseling services. If you are a minister and you know you have sexual perversion demons, you can come in confidence and in quiet. Friend, God wants to help you. You do not have to die with sexual perversion demons. You do not have to humiliate yourself, the Lord Jesus, your family, or your church. expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.